Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Guy Relford's here. Chris Hammer is here. And Guy, I need you to put your lawyer hat on. Okay. We're going to dive into a little bit of legal stuff, kind of. Uh, it, it's not enough to warrant the official legal stuff music, but I want to get your thoughts on the Supreme Court passing L after L out to the Biden administration late last week. Let's start with the debt forgiveness plan. Um, take a listen to this. And I'm surprised that this rare act of journalism from ABC's Jonathan Carl, he was pressing this Democratic House rep on the Supreme Court's ruling that Biden's free college program isn't going to happen using the Democrats' own words. Making is that the HEROES Act does not give the president the authority to rewrite uh, student loans. Uh, in fact, this was a position essentially that was taken uh, by Nancy Pelosi. I know you've called for, for the president to, uh, to forgive $50,000 uh, in student debt through executive uh, action. Uh, take a look at what Nancy Pelosi had to say about that just two years ago. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone, he can delay, but he does not have that power. That would that has to be an act of Congress. And the Supreme Court decision quoted those words. I'm seeing more and more media actually start to do their jobs when it comes to the Biden administration and some of the things on their wish list. Yeah, I mean, what we're seeing from this Supreme Court, and it's so refreshing, because frankly, it should have always been this way. And it should stay this way forever, which is the Supreme Court um, and, and who's on it today. The majority simply say that, for instance, the Constitution says what it says and it doesn't say what it doesn't say. And the law says what it says. I mean, and, and these decisions uh, come down because invariably the, the, the Democrats and, and liberals generally, they want to they push the law and even the Constitution to be what they think it should be. You know, I mean, and, 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 and for the Supreme Court to come out and say not only no, the law is the law, the Constitution is the Constitution, and they, we do have separation of powers, and we do have Article One versus Article Two versus Article Three that spells out the powers of Congress. And then to, to say that the president as executive didn't have the authority to do this and then quote former speaker um, is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. It, 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 it's holding people accountable not only hold them accountable for their own words, but much more importantly, holding them accountable to the law and to the Constitution. And that, and then, and, and all this this business about oh, it's a out of control, you know, right wing controlled uh, 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 conspiracy among the Supreme Court members. No, no, no. It's not any of that. It's not about politics. It's about a very simple view. The Constitution says what it says. The law says what it says, and it doesn't say what Democrats. Want they want them to say, and that's beautiful. That's a as a lawyer, I couldn't be happier about that. It's I'm just glad this happened in my lifetime, frankly. Chris, you are going to college. You are going to be a college freshman this year. Now I get there's a little bit of a generation gap between Guy and you, and myself and you. Once you graduate, <laughs> do you expect others to pay? For the things that you studied at UND? No, that's not how this country works. In the same way that once I get out of college, I don't want to pay for some blue haired girl to go study gender studies. Like I shouldn't be if I'm not if I don't want to pay for others, then they shouldn't have to pay for me. 
seems pretty cut and dry there. But why do so many people, and I want to pick on you, you're going to be the represent, <laughs> representative of your generation here. Why do so many people your age feel like it's Guy's responsibility or my responsibility or Allison's responsibility to pay for the things that you want? Because a lot of these people coming through high school, like they just had everything handed to them. Like They've skated through high school doing the bare minimum. They get out there and they think, okay, the real world's just the same as this. I'm going to have everything handed to me and I'll retire before I know it. And that's just not the case. They get real, they get hit real hard when they get into the real world. I'll phrase the question slightly differently. And, 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 and I think in, in, in order to be, even be fair to, to how this gets portrayed, um, a lot of times it's, there are certain things that ought to be, and, or even are fundamental human rights. And that, and because they're human rights, government ought to guarantee them. For instance, healthcare ought to be a fundamental human right, and education ought to be a fundamental human right. And it's it's only a right if the government provides it to those people who can't get it on their own. So there, I, I put the soft spin on it, and that's how it gets presented. How do you feel about those questions? I feel like that's how a lot of people think. They get out there and they think, well, I've had education my whole life. It's just going to be provided to me when I get out of high school. They just expect it like that. When you you guys just graduated high school a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. the amount of people who feel like as soon as you get that diploma and you walk off the high school stage, you're going to walk into a job making seventy five dollars to $100,000 a year is staggering to mm-hmm. me. Because you have a lot of friends. Well, I shouldn't say friends. There's a lot of people you know that feel that way. Right. They think they're just going to be like, Elon Musk, day one <laughs> out of high school, and they're going to be retired before they're like 22 is their plan. And I keep asking, okay, how are you going to do this? And they're like, well, I'm going to make a lot of money. How? By making money. Okay. That's just fancy talk for dealing drugs. And by the way, just, I, don't, I, don't know how you, I don't know why you say there's a generational gap you know, between me and Chris because he just graduated high school, and I'm starting to get uh, the Facebook posts about planning my 50th high school. <laughs> That's 5 0 uh, high school reunion, I kid you not. It's in only a couple of years, but it's coming right up. There needs to be like a Hammer and Nigel Pictures movie, like a buddy cop movie where Guy and Chris <laughs> go out. You know, one's the seasoned veteran who's too old for this crap, yeah. and the other one's a Mr. <laughs> know-it-all smartass, and you guys would make a great movie together. Well, you know, and why that's true is that, first of all, I haven't actually, you know, aged as I should have, you know, chronologically. And secondly, because Chris is wise beyond his years. So that's why we can have this conversation. You know how disappointing it is being like, of the three men in this room, like when you look at the people that are in shape in here, I think it goes Guy, then Chris, <laughs> no, and then no, there's no. like a long, steep drop, and then it gets to me. Like the staplers in front of me, the cameras in front of me. Like Matt Bear's back there drinking gravy. He's in front of me. No, no, no. If you, you said right now, okay, let, let's bet 100 bucks on who can get down to the first floor, get around the circle, and get back <laughs> up here the fastest. And uh, Chris would do it five times before I even got off the elevator. So, no, I'm, I'm not taking that bet. All right. So, again, with your legal hat on here, affirmative action. The Supreme Court says affirmative action at the college level, dunzo, gone. No longer can you use race as a factor of who gets in to a specific university. A lot of people had their panties in a twist. My favorite was when... (laughs) Michelle Obama and Barack Obama were tweeting about this and basically how oppressed the black community is. 
Michelle Obama got busted on a big, expensive party yacht, sending out that tweet about oppression over the weekend, partying with the elites on this yeah. big, fancy yacht. Keep in mind, your husband, who last time I checked was a black man, got elected president of the United States, not once, but twice, and you're hanging out on a yacht. I don't think you get to give somebody an oppression speech, do you? No, that's exactly right. And when we talk about oppression, I mean, this case needs to be put in context because you look at, at who the litigants were here. You're talking about Asian Americans, who last time I checked were a minority in the United States, who didn't get into some elite colleges, including Harvard, because of um, affirmative action policies in place that limited the number of people from their demographic that could get in so as to preserve places, um, in, you know, in enrollment uh, positions uh, for people of other ethnic persuasions, including African-Americans. So you're talking about taking a minority population who have earned admission to some of the most prestigious universities in the country, if not the, and turn around and say, no, you don't get to go to school here because of your race. And to turn around and portray that decision that over that reverses that to say, oh no, that's oppressive, that's discriminatory. I'm sorry, it's setting aside discrimination and putting us right back to where Martin Luther King wanted us to be, which is what? Judged by the content of our character and not the color of our skin. That's what we're striving for in this country, according to Martin Luther King, and that's what this decision does, is it upholds those principles. And to turn around and say, oh, this is oppressive, is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard of. And Joy Reid of MSNBC, who Tucker Carlson refers to the crazy race lady, right. she was doing this rant about how, you know, affirmative action going away is the worst thing in the world. But she kind of outs herself. And I'm going to play you the audio here. She admits she got into Harvard because of affirmative action. Let me just be clear. I got into Harvard only because of affirmative action. I went to a school no one had ever heard of in Denver, Colorado, in a small suburb. I didn't go to Exeter or Andover. Yeah, I didn't right. have college test prep. I just happened to be really nerdy and smart and have really good grades and good SAT scores. Right. But someone came to Denver, Colorado to look for me. A Harvard right. recruiter flew to Denver, and I met up with her at the Village Inn restaurant and did a pre-interview to get to to pull me into Harvard. I wasn't. I was pulled in. So Harvard clearly looked at their enrollment and said, oh, crap, we don't have enough black students. Um, let's go on a tour. Let's go find some black students. Meanwhile, somebody who applied, who probably had all the qualifications in the world to be accepted into Harvard, did not get in because Joy Reid checked a box. Well, that's the point. I mean, you know, let's go find the kid who had better grades, had better SAT scores. You know, maybe who worked harder in school and, and, and who earned that spot and didn't get it literally because of the color of their skin. You don't get to go where you want to go and you don't get to take a position that you earned. You earned through your grades and your SAT performance. You don't get to take that spot because of the color of your skin. That's okay in this country. That's all right. How does that not classically violate the 14th Amendment? Uh, it, it, it's never made sense to me. Um, and, uh, and, and innocent people have been punished for a generation or two because of the color of their skin. That's not the way it's supposed to work. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.